0: Hello, and welcome to a brand new episode of Monster, Dear Monster, a podcast where we discuss monsters from their humble folkloric beginnings to their modern day incarnations. I am uh, actually the main host, uh, Leonard, uh, for today. Cameron and Dave are uh, enjoying some time off, but fear not, I've uh, brought a special guest with me, uh, Stephen Behu. Hello. Steven, remind old listeners and uh, inform new listeners of who
1: you are and what you do. Oh boy. Um, I am the guy that posts entirely too many pictures um, from Elden Ring onto Twitter uh, and pine endlessly into the void. Um, you know, sweet nothings. And that, that's what I do. And sometimes I write on the side. Yeah, and and,
0: and speci more specifically, what what do you write?
1: Oh well, I, I tend I try as I might to not I usually wind up writing cosmic horror. <laughs> like I am, I am doing everything in my power right now to write a gothic horror story, and in that story is fighting me at every turn to <laughs> turn into cosmic horror, and it's very frustrating. Oh. But. So, uh, I guess you're actually Alan Wake, then. Yeah. Oh, God. I hope not. Oh, no. <laughs> I'm a writer, you know. Yes. <laughs> yeah.
0: Uh, I love, yeah. That's one of, the, one of my favorite openings of all time. Hey, Stephen King exists in this world, and I'm also a writer.
1: Uh, there's a, I, much to my chagrin, uh, I never had a 360, so I did not get to play that game proper until it just got re released. Ah, uh, so yeah. Very exciting. I watched plenty of uh, playthroughs because I was a Remedy fan, but uh, I'd never gotten to get my hands on it. Mm mm-hmm. Until until they just re-released it. so
0: Just in time to shock the world and tell everybody that there is uh, an Alan Wake 2 coming out and that it's going to be a proper survival horror game. Hell yes. That was very exciting. Yes, but unfortunately, uh, I, know, I know all this Alan Wake talk has probably got <laughs> the listeners very excited, but unfortunately, uh, or, or fortunately, depending on your taste, uh, we are not covering Alan Wake today. No, no, no. We are uh, returning to our Elden Ring coverage. Uh, today we will be talking about the Sofria River, both bottom and top, and the Sofria Aqueduct and i guess before we talk about that we have to talk about how we get to it uh returning back back in time to to the salad days of limgrave and its ah, yes. uh race wars and beastmen and <laughs> um well, I guess the race wars are centered around the Weeping Peninsula, so not exactly Weeping yeah, Grave proper. But uh, adjacent, uh, there was a delightful misty wood filled with uh, giant laborious bears. And uh, in that wood was a odd structure. And what is that structure?
1: Why, it's an elevator. And... Boy, howdy, is that elevator just the, like, thesis statement for Elden Ring. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it is insane. Because I'm like, oh, wow, look at this structure that's probably going to be, like, because uh, I think I actually found this somehow after doing one of the um, the mausoleums. Ah, uh, yes. The graves, like the hero graves? No, the uh, the walking. Oh, the, the walking, mausole- walking uh, mausoleums. Mausoleums. Uh, Um, they, uh, I, for whatever reason, again, this is very early in the game. So, you know, I was, and I was in a, like, it was in a fog at three in the morning playing it after launch. And I thought that's, this was going to be like, I thought this was just an early one that you could find. Mm, Okay. I was like, oh, cool. I'm going to walk in here and oh, an an elevator. Oh, oh, okay. Well, it's probably just going to go down to a little cave or
0: something. No, no, no. No, you idiot! You moron! You yeah, absolute stupid. boob! No, no. There's a, there we you, you you like maps? We put a map in your map.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's oh man, that is uh, yeah. <laughs> Jesus, the it. We talked uh, the last time I was on, so I, I re-listened to our episode in in preparation for this to make sure I didn't repeat myself uh for any of or any of my other breathless um rapturous uh compliments i was giving the game at the time um we did talk a, quite a bit though about how much the map lies to you yes and this is another example where it just lies to you <laughs> like you're like oh there's an underground portion
0: I would argue that this is uh, the biggest lie uh, in in Elden Ring uh, for everybody coming into it, which, uh, once again, is a map inside of your map.
1: (laughs) Yes. And you don't find that map for quite a while, so you kind of just, like, it's deceptive, like, because at first, it cannot be overstated how long that elevator ride down is the first time you take it. Because I'm like, "Uh oh, it's still going i would say it's somewhat
0: the equivalent of the uh snake eater ladder of from soft
1: elevators yes like it is it's absurdly long and it's obviously intentional like i was i like i said uh before we started recording i had just gotten to this area on a new playthrough um last night and It's striking to me, like, how confident they are every time they do this. Where Mm -hmm. they're like, oh, you think you know how big the game is, do you? Well. You don't. How about you just, yeah, how about you just sit on this elevator and look at this cool, like, ruined temple under the ground, under this giant forest of bears?
0: Yeah. Um, And it's great because there's so much time spent where it's the elevator, the, the very basic elevator shaft. Shaft, and yep. then it starts to crumble, and it's it's destroyed, and you you get glimpses that there's something else, and it's kind of like a starry, and you're like, oh, is this like a weird like starry like semi-illuminated cavern? What's going on? And oh no, it's just a it's an area. It's a it's a complete area to explore on top yep. of the
1: overworld map. It, enjoy. Yeah, and and I mean, I, I don't know how much we want to spoil. This is a very small portion yes. that we're going to discuss of that, of that part of the map. Right. Um,
0: yeah, and considering that it is a, 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 an extremely large area, uh, <laughs> the fact that it is a small portion of the underground is a big deal. Um, so when I was playing... Uh, my first and only run, really, uh, I uh, my mission was to explore as much of the map as humanly possible before starting the game proper. Uh, I uh, took the elevator down, discovered this, and said, well, I suppose I'll limit it to explore as much of the overworld map as I can before starting the game proper. <laughs> and I'll st- come down here every once in a while because I was uh, uh not uh strong enough to uh take on the horde of the very first enemy uh which yes. are uh claymen.
1: Yep. They they're, they're sleep- And they're they're like some of the sturdiest enemies in the game. Yeah. Like until you get to the end game these dudes like they they don't stagger very easily and they're very slow. Yes. Um, but boy do they pack a punch and their attacks are odd. Yeah. Uh, They have uh, uh, very,
0: their attacks are very delayed uh, Mm -hmm. deliberately to punish uh, roll spammers, um, uh, which I am not, but as somebody that typically relies on maneuverability as opposed to to blocking um, was a a hassle. Um, And there are a lot of them in this this yes. opening temple area, and I guess uh before before going any further, we should explain what the underground actually looks like yeah um i you know as as the
1: guest wordsmith, I will uh leave that up to you oh well in the, it's interesting because this opening, like, salvo that you get let out into is very different than what you're going to see. Yes. Um, like, this kind of feels like in, in, and that's what it is. It's a, it's a kind of a, it's not small, but it's, it is like a single, you know, temple that is three or four rooms that is in ruins. Mm-hmm. Um, and g- even just this area has, like, these pathways that lead up, like, there's these, eat this area very much so reminds me of the um what is it called in skyrim um that's below the the dwemer ruins oh i, I in the north i don't there's a no there is a giant underground cave it, it actually pulls the same thing this area does where it's this massive underground cave that's got like a biome to it where it's got a river and grass and trees. Oh. Like when I saw just trees around this temple, I'm like, Oh, this is different. <laughs> this isn't a normal cave. Cause you know, there, there has been not, it, there's been quite a few words, uh, uh, online about how quote unquote boring the caves can be in Elden ring. And I think those caves are, I don't think they're very boring, but they look like a cave. right? And I think they make them look like basic caves so that when you get to this, you immediately know, oh, this is different. Right. Because it just, it's got, you've got new uh, crafting materials that you can pick up immediately. Mm -hmm. Uh, Whenever you get down here, um, there are torches lit. So it's like, okay, well, there's something going on down here. There are dudes of, of a sort here. Uh, Like you said, there are clay men, and they're just kind of hanging out. Yep, just poking at the ground. Mm. They're just doing their thing, and then uh, they turn around. This is actually the first instance of bubble magic (laughs) that we encounter, which is ridiculous, and that's what it's actually called, is bubble magic. And I love it. (laughs) Um, But yeah, it's like this really serene, I believe, this is like, there's like a creek. Yeah. Or like a river to the left and then there's like a waterfall and you're like wow this is really beautiful the the way the torches are playing against the darkness of the cave and everything like that you can kind of platform platform up and around the ruins to get some you know I think there's like some stone sword keys and uh, like high level crafting materials. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and around. a scarab I believe. Yes. Yes. Uh, he gives you I don't remember. I think you remember because I just I did this opening temple part last night. Is it uh the Ash of War square off? Yes, that is it. Because this run I was like, "Oh, I can't use that because this run I'm doing a punching person." Ah. So all fist weapons. Yes, uh I uh once again
0: I've I mentioned frequently that I uh use this as an excuse to uh uh do a uh thief redemption run from my very first uh <laughs> dark souls character which i uh, <laughs> abandoned uh halfway through the undeadburg uh and and simply started a new character uh, never to look back so uh it was uh dex and and Dexy weapons and and arrows all around nice yes um yeah, this opening area, the uh, destroyed temple, there's some uh, shattered uh, statues, uh, once again, uh, mounds and mounds of claymen that, when you uh, defeat them, uh, turn into mounds of
1: clay. Uh, and then there's another elevator. Yeah, it's like, oh, okay, cool, this'll take me. And I was like, oh, this is gonna take me back up. That was a neat little weird thing. Nope. No. No. <laughs>
0: uh yeah we take the elevator up but not nearly up enough and and find ourselves uh in the river proper and oh it's 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 a zone it's a big
1: old big old zone yeah like it's just it this is like the third you know bethesda looking out over the open world moment that this game has (laughs) We're just like, well, how? And it's again, the game is lying to you about how big this place is because it's actually bigger, right? It's insane. (laughs) It's 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 just constantly hiding itself from you, uh, in a in again a very confident step because like a, a. They do the same thing that they did whenever you come down from the original elevator, where you kind of have to go up around this bend. Mm -hmm. And then you see, like, these stars, which, you know, with lore reasons, it's kind of this false uh, night sky that you're looking out on. And it's probably one of the most gorgeous areas in the game. Yes. Like, it is beautiful uh, and serene. And uh, you get little glimpses of giant crabs off in the distance. Yeah well uh
0: you know off in the distance meaning behind a tree waiting. oh that's right
1: there's the one that's hiding yep, right the, there
0: the <laughs> stealth crab that is that triggers immediately as soon as you pass by the tree if you weren't paying oh, attention so uh and
1: because i want to say that there's an item right there that you can pick up so that you'll stop just long enough for him to tag you. yeah that sounds about right <laughs> I I I can't recall because I've I've
0: looted every area of the game as much as I can, but uh, uh, going through it uh, again in preparation for the episode, I said to myself, "Now I know there's a crab behind that tree, but I don't remember if it." Oh nope, triggers like oh, triggers it like immediately as soon as you. <laughs> oh, there's the invisible trigger. Okay, cool. Um, thanks uh yeah and this area is great it's uh it's uh a very normal woodland plain that has yeah. a temple and uh, like a temple and a great bridge that it looms over the entire area there's water there there are eagles down here there're deer down here uh it's madness there's floating balls of sentient balls of electricity that, that never get explained or. or addressed in any way no. they, they're just things that exist and it's only electricity in the game that's the only those are the yep. only things uh and then off to the distance i you know i i i always just say to the left because i just whatever direction i'm pointing in but uh there's also a another area uh, uh raised up even further uh yes that is uh, um, oh i don't know having having some uh some
1: uh blood problems so yeah it, it's like i remember seeing that i'm like oh wow what a great background detail <laughs> there's that's neat that they imply that there's more that's cool oh 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 that oh naive how how foolish you know Fromsoft doesn't (laughs) just put
0: things in the background that you cannot eventually go to
1: it's like again this and you can do the same thing if you look up the other direction like again like i'm like man that's crazy all the detail they put into this skyboxes this area that's crazy only to right, you know, like it's it's crazy. But this initial area and something else that like I don't know why it at the time I was like, that's crazy. You can just pull your horse out in this yes. area. It was like, oh okay, this is just we're gonna treat this like an an entire mapped area now, which you really need to, especially with those balls of electricity, because those things will murder you so fast. Yep.
0: Um, yeah, uh, the first one that got me, uh, it was one shot, uh, one blast, and I ate it immediately, and I was like, oh, cool, um, not gonna interact with those anymore. Yeah, so, oh, great, those, never,
1: I don't want to be here with
0: those. Right. Um, um and i guess we should uh now address the the uh the the main uh enemy force in this particular section yes um which are the ghost vikings <laughs> that suddenly show up in this game
1: like if they do this weird thing i'm trying to find the what are they actually called there's the ancestral followers and they're pretty cool. I like how some of them will do, like, a little, like, basic dance. Yes. Just back, they kind of dance like I do. <laughs> oh, the stomp? The <laughs> right foot, left foot stomp yeah. in place? <laughs> it's, it's about all the rhythm I have. Um, it's, it's a power move. Exactly. Yes, it's, it definitely is intimidating to people. That's for sure. Um. These dudes are motherfuckers. <laughs> They're so hard to fight. Like uh, between, like I mean, even like their melee versions, but especially the bow and arrow dudes. Yeah, they um they channeled
0: some uh Orlando Silver Knights uh for for their their ranged attacks,
1: but like. So much worse. Like, even on Torrent, you just can't... out. Like, if they have... If there's not something between you and the archer, they're going to hit you. And it's going to be really bad. Yeah. It sucks. Which I realize you can get that as a weapon art if you use those specific arrows with that bow. Mm Mm-hmm. Which is uh, really effective. Like, I, that might... That'll probably be the next run I do is just bows, because there's all kinds of wacky shit you can do with bows in this game.
0: Yeah, and they're uh, super effective. Uh, once again, as as a thief, I uh, got the longbow, and that became my um, main bow for the entirety of the game. Nice. Leveled up all the way to, um,
1: what is it, 25? 25 just, for the basic weapons, yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. um, Yeah. Never had a problem uh, and slapped Mighty Shot on it for that. Yep. Um, And would use it for for uh my cowardly uh pulling of enemy gr- enemies in groups so i could engage them one on one on my turns and uh once again highly effective way to play elden ring with, uh to engage by range without having to rely on sorcery or or um, what is it blessings um incantations
1: incantations yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, these uh, these dudes are, they're great because they're like, they still are in line with that kind of goofy looking enemy yeah. design, but ugh, when they hit you, boy, do they hit. Yeah, they're kind of like
0: the, uh, they're kind of like the mushrooms from uh, Dark Rube. Yes, yes. Uh, faster, really faster and significantly yes. more aggressive, but but hit like a Mack truck, just like the mushrooms. Ugh.
1: Like even because right now I'm just doing punching with quick step. And so I'm able to, the it just doesn't cause a whole lot of damage uh, right mm-hmm. now where I'm at in the game. I need to do, I haven't done uh, the Weeping Peninsula yet in this run. Um, so I probably should just do that and level a bit. But, uh, that being said, also, this area has a gimmick. Yes. Where you gotta... A, a puzzle. Gotta, yeah, it's got a Zelda puzzle in it. You gotta, yeah. you gotta light some torches. <laughs> yep, because,
0: uh, because there's a, there's a dead deer that, uh, mm, moose?
1: Something. Probably closer to a moose. <laughs> the, uh... uh I I'm a big massive dum-dum and I lit all of the torches and I thought that's what activated the elevator at the end. Of the area. <laughs> so I just left after I did that. Cause I didn't even, I was so just enamored with the area. I didn't, I'm so unbelievably inefficient in my playing of these games. My first time through, like I've done five playthroughs of the game and still haven't platinumed it yet <laughs> and like the last playthrough i did i 100 percent it i did every single dungeon and every single boss like i got absolutely everything in it and i it took it only took me till my fourth full playthrough of the game to do that which is ridiculous um but yeah i just i went on my merry way lit all the torches and it's like it did a thing and i'm like that's cool look at this elevator that must have been what it did <laughs> right clearly there's no way way out
0: (laughs) other other than lighting the torches and getting to the elevator exactly Um, my first uh run through i uh, attempted to find all the torches but then i took the way gate that Mm. skips almost the entirety and back half of of the bottom section of this map and uh then proceeded to say "Ooh." an elevator well it's <laughs> yeah. it's exploration and that's the name of the game so i uh went up and uh, approximately 20 hours later i found myself back here trying to finish the rest of the puzzle uh uh and uh ended up uh finding all of them except for uh the one guarded by the three lightning balls
1: Ah, yeah, that's kinda like set in the middle of the um of the river, I think, right yeah. yeah, near the end
0: uh near the end, right before like the really heavily forested area, yeah, that leads to the the exit elevator yep. out of the zone, and uh the reason that I missed it is because- w- while i I clearly was seeing the the obelisk uh uh lamp. Uh, I was mainly focused on. Uh, oh right, uh, there are three lightning orbs yeah. around that, and I don't want to engage with them. So mm-hmm. they kind of just erased
1: the the, the the torch from my my eye line. Yeah, the enemy uh, and, the enemy placement took priority in that moment because you know they'll one shot you, <laughs> right. Even, even once again, even twenty hours later,
0: because um, you know, I, I I travel light. I wear light armor. Has really bad resistance to electricity. I think I think my lightning damage damage is probably is the thing that I'm least resistant to
1: in the yeah, that's... entire game. That is definitely something that on um, like subsequent playthroughs that I, it finally hammered home that I'm like, oh, damage negation like means something in this game. Like it, every time I was struggling with a boss, if I'd be on chat with a friend or something like, well, did you put this talisman on? I'm like, oh, no, but how big of a difference could that make? And then it turns out it makes a huge difference. <laughs> also, those scar seal talismans are traps. Oh, yeah. Those sure. are absolute traps. <laughs> I mean, that makes that game way harder than it needs to be.
0: <laughs> oh yeah, I I every I grab a talisman and I'm like, "Oh, more damage? No, thank you." No. No. I know you from Soft. I know you Miyazaki. I know how you operate. I know your tricks and your lies and your deceptions and and you're not going to fool me because it's not going to be worth it uh and, and so
1: i never used
0: any of them
1: oh they, uh, they got me super hard i put on both of those scar seals yeah
0: that's right <laughs> I was like
1: why are things one-shotting me
0: <laughs> I'm like ah, oh, man you fell for joker's trap
1: again darn it
0: um yeah no actually i'm running a um what is it uh with my talismans, as soon as I got them, uh, it was um, uh, skill FP reduction, mm. um, vampire both FP and health, and um, like the level to increase your health. <laughs> um, ta- green talisman, the oh the yeah, amber. yeah, mm. uh, and that's it because I'm just like hey guess what you know what I'm really good at I'm really good at 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 um at um uh reducing poise and getting getting criticals uh so I'm just going to do what I did in Bloodborne and just vampire off every single enemy encounter that I have
1: yep which then if you like combine that with your uh, I think it's Rikard's great rune gives uh, makes it so that uh or is it melania Oh, the uh is the one that's
0: basically rally.
1: Yeah, which is like crazy. I'm like, oh shit. <laughs> Once I read that, I was like, oh, they just did that. Okay. Cool. <laughs> <laughs>
0: um, yeah, so uh you, But anyway. We eventually uh light what is it eight torches? Uh, yeah, eight, because yes, eight. there's one for each pillar. Uh and uh travel to the Hallowhorn grounds, which is right by the first uh side of grace. And oh, there's a uh, dead moose, but now
1: it's glowing. <laughs> yeah, glowing with magic. So it's crazy. I, so um, I fought another boss before fighting this one mm-hmm. and essentially killed this boss. My first time essentially killed it in three hits. I was like, oh, I was supposed to do this at the beginning of the game. Got yeah, it. you 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 fa- you you fought
0: the grown-up version that lives uh, at a <laughs> literally a higher station <laughs> yes. in the same region. Yep, pretty yeah, much.
1: <laughs> <laughs> which is yeah. I didn't mind even like as like this is like visually in in like music uh, and thematically this might be one of my favorite yes. uh, bosses because like it feels like it could have been something where. Um, I always forget. What's the the rat from Dark Souls 2 that's kind of like uh Sif? Is it the Royal uh, Rat Authority?
0: Oh, yeah, uh oh the, the no, that's the one that's the multi rat, but the rat that has the two flanking plague rats that
1: Yeah. Uh, I forget which one that is. It's a shit it, boss though. It's terrible. It, it's, <laughs> it's really it's, what, yeah, it's it's, whatever it is, it's, it's awful. It's yeah. Absolutely the worst. Um thank goodness it's optional. In Uh, but, uh, that for a moment when this fight started, I thought that's what it was going to be. And I was like, Oh no, not another Sif clone, but no, this is a wonderful fight. Yeah, exactly. Uh, but this is a really wonderful fight because it's, it's very, it's, it's very easy. Doesn't really (laughs) matter when you come to it. This is a pretty easy fight. Yeah. Um, the biggest thing is just depending on your weapon. Like, I have fist weapon, so trying to hit it this time was a little bit of a pain. Mm-hmm. Um, but this is something that From Software really keyed in on. Like, people like to give this game shit for having you know, hard dual bosses, but like, it also has some of the easiest bosses in the series. Um, yes. And I think it has really good up and down pacing with that. And this is one of those examples. Yes, and,
0: and to be specific, the boss is the ancestor spirit. Yes,
1: uh, and uh, it's a big, it's a big, pretty magic deer, undead magic deer. Yeah, you know, as you do, you.
0: you it's 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 uh it's that uh, Miyazaki quote, which is you know, it's it's rotted and decayed, but it still needs to have
1: some sort of dignity uh, to it. This is a boss I felt very bad for killing. <laughs> I was like, "Oh, I don't like especially cuz I can't remember if it's this one or the next one that it just says legend felled." Yes, that's the like, next one. I was yeah. like, "Oh, I don't think I should have done that." <laughs> like, I No, it's fine. You got to like kill killed like it's like i killed the last dodo or something it's like oh no
0: now you gotta bury them all just like queen america did gotta (laughs) you gotta establish you know what all everything of the past needs to die to establish your uh your uh entire theocracy over the lands between no, there is right. no room for uh, you think you think you can be elden lord by not like nuking a, a deer from orbit <laughs> yeah. sometimes you gotta nuke a deer bro <laughs> Yeah, that's what you have to do. That's how you, that's how you,
1: that's how, you, that's how one rules in this world. I mean, you're not wrong. <laughs> By any standards of any of the endings, you're not wrong. Nope. <laughs> Golden Mask uh, might be the only one that'd be like,
0: eh.
1: <laughs> Deer's fine. Uh, yeah, it's
0: pretty. The music is really fantastic. It's like the, one of the slowest, most uh, like calming melodic uh boss tracks I think from soft lawyers ever ever uh produced at this yes. point um it's it they're like tinges of uh, it feels very Celtic which is appropriate yes. um you know for this area because it, it is very much like between um the the spirit and the followers um it is very like oh yeah these are just like Druadic people that yeah. and that's what
1: and i'm i could be wrong but i feel like i've heard and or read that even the name so like i i've always said it seofra i think it's pronounced shofra ah and that is a celtic or gaelic pronunciation one of the two uh and yeah. how you say that i i could be grossly like uh uh incorrect with this, and if that's the case, I guess we should cut it. but I am like eighty percent sure that that is the pronunciation and that it's specifically that kind of region's use of the of that um pronunciation, okay. Well, it doesn't matter if you're, listen, we're not,
0: we don't care about fact checking on, this is an entertainment podcast, goddammit. It's all, it's all, we're not, we're not, our job is not, our job is not to provide you with total factual information. (laughs) Just impressions and feelings and thoughts about things. Um, But yeah, no, it's great. It's a great boss. It, you start to wonder like hey what is what is torrent's relationship to this yes. thing because it has the the spirit j- double jump it, it it makes me wonder about who torrent's former master was it, it it's a, it's a good little bit a little nugget of like huh this world is, is significantly more interesting and older and uh I don't know, maybe this everything about this theocracy is a big old
1: lie. Um, maybe, you know, um do you reckon we're the bad guys? Yeah. <laughs> as right. as we lay waste to this beautiful creature. Yeah. Um
0: and and uh you you, you kill it and you get a soul, you 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 rip you rip the soul away oh, yeah. from the urd tree and say mine and put it in your pocket <laughs> and get transported back uh, to uh, the river proper. And uh, once again, there's it's there's so much, and there's so much and there, there are land octopi down here. Yes. Loads of giant land
1: octopi down here. Uh, there's giant flowers up in that Temple next to the merchant. I definitely accidentally got him killed one time (laughs) because I was like, "Oh shoot, a plant!" and I ran backwards, and it did its like uh, that like light beam spell thing and just murdered the merchant. I was like, "Oh no, sorry, buddy, I'll take that that bell bearing though." Thank you. Yeah, (laughs) I'll just I'll just give them to the other dead people that sell me things. Uh, I did, that was part of uh, what I did in my 100% run was killing every merchant I came across <laughs> and just putting all of it into the, uh, which I didn't know they were going to patch in keeping all your bell bearings at the uh, two finger husk. Oh. Uh, which oh. they just did recently. So that's oh. very exciting for that new game plus run that I'll yes. have all my upgrade materials that I could still buy.
0: I only have one uh, one murder uh, tied to the uh, bell bearings, and that's Thops. Um, but, I uh, ha ha uh, Once again, another Miyazaki trick. Uh, mm. <laughs> because I murdered Thops before I got his emote, uh, there are just <laughs> two spells that I can never get. And it drives me up the wall, because get plus. Fought- I want I, yeah, you know what? Got to do it, I'm man. Wait, I wait. Nope, I wait. I'm I I learned my lesson. I I I didn't fall for it in Bloodborne and I said, "Haha, I will not new game plus and have to work my way back up to some specific point in this game. I will just wait
1: here at the end for eternity
0: until that DLC."
1: drops. I think you know, yeah, I think that's what uh my 100% Character is gonna be is gonna be like because by the time I rolled through uh certain end game areas, I was trouncing the end game, which was very nice because some of those areas in the end game are maybe a little hard. Oh, you, the mountaintops of the giants? No, that's oh. actually not too bad. I don't think that's too bad. It's that uh little crumbly bit oh oh yes i hate that area i think it's like one of the worst bounce areas they've ever made (laughs) but we're not here to talk about that not 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 yet no we're talking about this gorgeous underground you know what else this area reminds me of quite a bit is the uh mibu village from uh ah yes where it's just like you're rolling up onto these like this completely sequestered away uh people and they're just doing their thing and you're gonna roll up in there and jack it all up (laughs) um uh, and and for me uh because
0: once again uh it's uh all lovecraft all the time in leonard brain um it's uh it reminds me of a very particular story uh called the mound that tells yes Yes, I'm like, that skybox, I'm like, oh, oh, does, I'm just like, does Miyazaki still have, like, a Lovecraft crush? Is he still, oh, yeah. like, <laughs> working through his, 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 uh, I couldn't do it in Bloodborne, but I can do it now? Like, oh, man, it, imagine if, uh, if any of the Fumaru Chalice Dungeons had this Vista.
1: I, and I mean like you want to t- I don't know I don't know how far down the line chronologically you want to get but there's a reason it looks like night down here and there's a reason magic exists y- yes. in this game and it's it's not cuz it's just magic no oh well, we've already
0: done the uh we've already done the um uh Rhea Lucaria, so we know that magic is from space.
1: (laughs) Well, yeah, but like specifically,
0: what's happening down here? Yeah, yeah, we'll have to, yeah, we'll have to wait on that. That's a little teaser for all you listeners to to bring you back. But um, yeah, there's, yeah, it's, it's a thing. It's a thing. It's a big Lovecraft, and and I'm always happy for it. I, I think I'm I I think Miyazaki's seeming obsession with uh uh melding dark fantasy with hp lovecraft continues to be an absolute killer
1: yeah it's like it's i i'm sure it has to have happened before i mean obviously it did with dnd but mm-hmm. dungeons and dragons has lovecraft stuff all in it um but this is like very specifically Yo, there are aliens. Yes, <laughs> like, yeah. In a way that, like, I just haven't seen stated so explicitly. Right. Um, it's literally like you got a bloodborne in my Dark Souls. <laughs> yes, <laughs> very much so. Um, um but yeah. Uh,
0: and so in order to uh to continue our exploration of the zone uh we need to do something topside uh we are going to uh cover caled proper in in uh a later episode but needless to say it involves a a, a very a well-known festival and and uh uh somebody who, who used the power of gravity to never separate himself from his horse that's named after me, because everything in media that is named after me is sad and pathetic. Uh, look it up, look up <laughs> fictional characters named Leonard in media, and you'll you'll get a, a full metal jacket. Uh, a, a, <laughs> yes. Yep, full metal jacket. You'll get a, Didn't uh, even think about that. a, a very scrawny horse, and then you'll also get uh, a, a weird SCP monster man from an episode of the X-Files that sustains itself by eating people's cancer. So, uh, yeah, Leonard. Is, All I know is everybody loves that horse. <laughs> yes, I know. I I was just like, so I think uh just a quick aside uh just because i feel like taking one uh, i was so jazzed in devil may cry when uh one of the weapons was named dr faust and i was like yeah, yeah. i'm cool because that's my <laughs> nom de plume." uh and then and then elden ring comes out and it's like no but your real name it, you're this horse he loves <laughs> this horse but this horse is sad and pathetic he's 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 cool and and awesome, but like, look at him. He's not a great looking horse. And I'm like, yeah, I'm I'm not a Leonard's not a great looking horse. Single tear runs out of the corner of my eye. <laughs> uh, yeah, so uh, we. Uh, 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 euthanize uh euthanize star scourge radon uh and then a comet crashes into the mistwood irreparably changing the entire map uh something that uh that they've done in in from soft games before
1: but i don't think like on on this scale like on near automata scales yes, <laughs> like, yes. that's what it reminded me of and you know it's funny uh i was because i was so jazzed that i finally beat radon i took my eyes away from the screen and (laughs) picked up my phone to text my friend and did not see what happened so i just happened to go what i was doing is every time i was beating a major boss uh i would go back to kenneth height to see what if something was going on with him. Because uh-huh. at the time I didn't realize his side quest had been not added yet. Uh so I teleport back and I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> like, what am I looking at?
0: You're looking at the results of gravity magic.
1: Because, yeah, I guess, yeah. Because... Like, oh,
0: this is a big hole in the ground. Yeah, uh, and and thus begins the trek down to one of the Eternal Cities, which is very important for a quest that I don't think we've talked about whatsoever, um, because we have not done the Carrion Manor yet.
1: A quest uh, that I thought was the main story until <laughs> I got to the end of it. I was like, oh... I thought no, it was going to the end of the game. Okay,
0: no, it's just the con- it's just the context of the it, it's she it's literally the the dark seeker kind, of, but given a proper quest line. This yes. Time. Um. Yeah, and thus begins uh the nightmarish journey down uh this this pit, uh because uh a I am um extremely acrophobic and there is something about fromsoft's camera placement and it, it's deliberate and it's brilliant uh it their camera placement and the 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 inability to m- move it further than i'd want mm. um really triggers my acrophobia <laughs> in, in these games so having to get down here to um uh, uh proceed further uh really was like kind of a nightmare cuz i'm just like man even with the dedicated jump button i don't trust anything i just want to fall off ledges onto things i don't want a platform it's, uh, and so uh we we finally make it down uh <laughs> down the hole uh through some ruins and i'm mm-hmm. like oh oh we encounter some um some more uh some new, more new
1: enemies uh, which yeah. are what? What are these
0: guys called?
1: I don't know, but they reminded me of um, the. Uh, they kind of reminded me of the messengers from Bloodborne. Oh yeah, like the just kind of—they're obviously much bigger than that, but like just they're kind of like the way they kind of hang out, <laughs> look. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh, look at you, little guy. Oh, they're hitting me. Oh no. Yeah, I, I, uh, I immediately was
0: like, "Oh, this is like the Marion part two, but like sadder and more pathetic." <laughs> yes.
1: Um, I mean, kind of, yeah,
0: yeah, uh, yep yeah, they're they're a legion that went down into the underground once upon a time and got stuck and turned into literal Lovecraft ghouls. Um,
1: Some of the best ashes in the game, too. Yes like their phalanx shield ash is oh, like yeah. uh it's surprisingly sturdy if you upgrade it all of the way mm-hmm. um and plus it's cute to just watch them kind of w- walk around and try to push a boss with shields yeah man i'm i'm sure somebody's done a shield run
0: uh maybe i'll maybe i'll look for it at some point i um, think
1: uh that i believe not he didn't specifically didn't use the mimic tier, but I believe Lobos Jr. did a ashes only run, and those are the ashes that he beat the game with. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah. I
0: ended up uh I used um what is it? Battle Mage Hughes for a very long time mm. because he was Really great at uh pulling aggro because yes. they uh because the enemies seem to zero in on anyone that's using ranged magic, especially the the kind of powerful spells that he is uh and so it just became a lot of boss fights became dances of me pulling aggro off of him and him pulling aggro off of me and both coming out relatively unscathed. Uh, and then of uh, and then i did get the mimic tear and resisted it because i was like ew this is the meta i don't want to do that i'm not a simp and then at some point i was like should All be right, a simp let's 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 try let's try the the mimic tear and i was like oh it's really
1: good it's really oh, good oh this is really good it's it was did you efficient. get a did you get a chance to use it before they nerfed it uh yes, well, mainly because I
0: actively refused to take on any updates <laughs> during okay. my first run. <laughs> it was constantly up. I was getting like pings almost every other day of like, "Hey, you should update this," and I'm like, Haha, "I don't have to. I don't play online. I don't care about the multiplayer component." I'm gonna I'm going to see your original vision through Miyazaki just like I did with well actually I can't blame Miyazaki for that, but just like I did for Dark Souls 2. Oh. No, uh, yep, yeah, beat that game completely unpatched. Shrine yeah. of Amano.
1: Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs>
0: Um, and so, yeah, I was just like, nope, not gonna, not gonna touch your your updates, your lies, your nerfs, your PVE nerfs, because the PvP oh. meta dictates what happens in PVE, and I hate the fact that that's a thing. Well, just as an your aside,
1: game. it it brings me such pleasure to see every patch the PvP people complain that it's yeah. not addressing all of the weirdo things they want in the game. Right. <laughs> so guess um, you guys weren't around for Dark Souls 3? <laughs> like, yeah. why are we getting upset?
0: Right. Um, and eventually we come out
1: into Nakron, the Eternal City. Which, and this does one of like my absolute favorite things that From Software does with their level design. And this is something I, I was specifically thinking about with this, where. Th- my favorite levels are when you're running around the roofs and balconies of buildings that you should not be on. Yes. Like in any other game, you would not be climbing around these parts of the building. Mm. Um, like Lothric Castle is a really good example of that. And Orlando has a lot of that. Dark Souls one, Bloodborne's uh, Castle Canhurst, where yes. you're just like, you're literally climbing on the outsides of this castle and it kind of makes me wish that from software would do an immersive sim <laughs> already kind of pushing into that kind of level design mm-hmm. where you're you're exploring the parts of castles and cathedrals that you just never touch in another game and having a jump button now really lets them you know you can go all kinds of places and that's what uh really stood out to me to nokron was like you're just Literally jumping across rooftops and balconies that people don't go on, right? Well, no well, one's there because they're all dead. But you know,
0: right? Well, they're not all dead. There, there's yeah, some no. some some Nox uh 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 priestesses uh hanging around with their T two uh <laughs> whips whip whip shoals, uh, and uh, we get another boss fight once we clear the clear that area and it's the
1: mimic tier which this man what a good setup like this boss fight is yep because the whole because before you get there you fought the little like whatever the blob is whatever those are called
0: oh yeah uh, I think they're called.
1: They- <laughs> I'll just call. I just call them uh the phalanx blobs. From yeah, the- that is what they are. Yep. <laughs> um, like you're fighting those, and then you eventually get to one that turns into just like a dude. Yep. You're like, oh, that's weird. Interesting. Okay. And like they've just kind of steadily escalated, and then you walk into this, and another one shows up, and it turns into you. Yes which was was my first time through sucked because I was rocking a really good build. Um, and those are silver tears. Those, the the basic
0: enemies are the silver tears. Uh, and the funny enough, uh, the first time one turned into a dude, uh, for me, uh, because I, I'm, uh, uh, Bowie Bowie Shooty Shooty, I uh, shot one, and it transformed into a person uh, that immediately ran at me, but because I was on a roof across a gap, it just ran off, and I said, cool, and then shot another one and watched that one run off and said, hmm not close enough to a side of grace to make it a, a worthy uh, <laughs> farming spot so i'll just move on uh yeah this the mimic tear uh fight was uh fun for me cuz i was uh rocking one of those what basic shields that you get at um stormvale the oh, proper yeah. one 100 resist and the uh bloody helix <laughs> oh. Uh, so it just became a really, uh, it became a sad parade of uh, both of us standing with shields up and poking like <laughs> spearmen at each other uh, until I finally managed to <laughs> pull off a victory.
1: Yeah, the, uh, I think, yeah, I had the um, um, ultra great sword by this point and obviously quick step. And God. so, it was like, and then he used my wondrous physic. I'm like, oh no, he's oh. got my items. That's not good. Um, this last run I did through, though, I uh, obviously knew it was coming, so I went in and I went into the boss fight with nothing equipped. Yep, and then just ran around the arena equipping everything. And- Just I just wanted to see. I was like, I wonder if it'll let me do that. And it does. Yeah. And it's it's great because like he tried to punch me and it literally did no damage. I'm like, oh, this is awesome. Um it's just break this fight. That's a really good I like that. Yeah,
0: it's uh, it's a very, uh, you know, I, to compare it to, to a previous FromSoft fight in, in Breakage, it's, uh, hey, what do you do if you, what's the best course of action if you go into the Witch of Hemwick room yes. with any insight? Well, you gain that one from seeing the boss, and then you immediately cowered out, yep. spend it on some garbage, and <laughs> beat those old
1: women silly. Yep, that's exactly it. <laughs> that's a very good uh point of comparison. because <laughs> um, yeah, that's how I don't fight the witches of hammock with insight. Who would who would do who would do that? That's crazy. A fool. A fool. A fool. That is who. Uh um,
0: yeah, so uh you uh beat the mimic tear and uh, surprise, you're on that great bridge that you've been looking up on from the bottom of of the the river for who knows how many hours because surprise there's actually a completely other zone up here that is is a uh, uh,
1: similar verse not quite same as the first no uh and it makes the map make way more sense yes uh because boy was i'm like i'm looking at i am like this map's kind of shitty it's not showing me anything. <laughs> uh and then i was like oh now i'm at that part i gotcha Yep, we have uh, we have more ancestral followers.
0: We also have uh, like the ancestral shamans yes. who sing.
1: Um, sing a really pretty song.
0: Really pretty song. Uh, one of the things I wasn't expecting this game to have was um, diegetic music from from friend and foe alike. Uh, Love that. <laughs> yep, good choice. Very, uh, more of that, please, uh, in, in future games, actually. Not not even a joke. Well, you know what? To be fair, not even the first time, because they did it in second row.
1: Yes! Oh, you're absolutely right, with the, uh, the Miss Nobles. Yep. Yeah, which was a wonderful touch. Anytime you can have, like, especially an enemy doing diegetic music, mm-hmm. it's like, it immediately adds a new layer to the enemy like even like the bat ladies you're like oh, yes well, they're singing so i mean you know they can't be all bad oh no they're bad no, they're, they're, they're terrible just, but they're like just they're, a, they're yeah they're <laughs> they can sing songs that yes. <laughs> i guess i'm about to stick a sword through them now that makes me a little bit sad once
0: again, um, once again, you don't you don't you don't get to be Elden
1: Lord by having any scruples. This isn't how this world works. It is, it is true. And uh something interesting in like it it's speaks to like the versatility of the builds in this game. That little attack that they have, they the the shaman uh, the women um have this attack where they do a mini version uh of what the ancestral um what was it? The the ancestral being? Woman? Oh, uh, the oh uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> the boss wow. we just talked about. Yeah, right, um, exactly. <laughs> we uh, they do a little mini version of his like mist attack. Oh yeah, uh, and I only just found that this last run through, um, and it's like tucked away in like a little side path that you can go down on the second level oh um, is it in that temple that has
0: the that's surrounded by water like yes. at the far mm-hmm. end yeah yep. oh yeah yeah I grabbed that because I was like I can go there I know I can
1: no I, um, I, can't I got scared there. away from there the first time because of the red wolf that was running around. <laughs> I was like oh never mind I'm not going that way I'll light the torch and run thank you <laughs> and I said
0: oh I've already I've been to Rhea Lucaria I, I know what you're all about um uh, magic Sif uh and, and and I am not uh, scared of you. Uh, mainly, I feel like those roaming ones are so much harder than that boss. There's one. There's one in the consecrated snowfield that I yes. can. I have not been able to beat, and I I keep chalking it up to the lack of visibility. Uh, and my my fear of like just rolling off of a cliff face because I'm not entirely <laughs> sure how far I am and what my spacing is, and I'm just like I it makes me really angry because I really hate um, uh, uh, areas that obscure vision <laughs> in these games. Yeah, and the consecrated snowfield is like the worst. And I'm just like I just wish there was something in this game that would make this stop so that I could actually <laughs> pay attention to my surroundings and yeah, where's and, the
1: boss I can fight that makes us go away. Yeah. I've played you know, this
0: DLC. Um but yeah no there are more torches to light uh in 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 night's hollowed ground uh more ancestral fall oh ancestor spirit that's that's the name of yes. the boss um and uh what do we get oh we get another fight the fight that you fought before you fought the, her her baby Yes, the
1: Great Ancestral Spirit. And this is, I think, I think this is just a much better fight because more is going on. mm mm-hmm. uh, And, like, thematically, it's more interesting. Yes. Um, because this version will summon, like, there are, like, you go into the arena, it's the same kind of arena, except this one has, like, spirit animals in it. And it's, like, mm-hmm. all, like, the non uh aggressive animals that have been hanging out and it will draw from them and heal itself sometimes yep <laughs> which sucks i was like whoa that was a big heal okay <laughs>
0: uh the first time uh i i i fought it uh, i had respect and was uh because i had grown very tired of the Pokey poke with the bloody helix and decided to um fully give myself over to the meta and adopt Moonvale. Uh, ah, yes thus uh the i never saw the uh region life attack because i just kept knocking it down and getting crits.
1: Nice. Uh, um, yeah. It's, uh, it's I, again, I, th- I think, again, they patched some music into the second phase of this fight. Oh, okay. Uh, mm-hmm. So I'm interested to get to it, because I haven't, like, with this most recent patch, they did that. Um, so I'm interested to get to it and see what exactly it is. Yes. Because uh, it's already, like, one of my favorite tracks in the game um again it's it's it's, it's another I, I fought this one first so when i got here and the music started and then i was like oh man this is kind of sad and then it said legend Feld. i'm like that was should not have done that <laughs> <laughs> this game did um, to me several times did it to me several times it did it again to me with the final boss i was like I, that might not have been a good thing i did <laughs> no, it was fine. It's uh, apparently being God. Being mm,
0: sorry, a see, it, there it always needs to be a God. A God, because there's definitely since, more. Since there's yeah, more, and all of them are vying for a position. Um, uh, is is not is sucks. It's it's bad. It's it, heavy, heavy as the brow of he, he who wears the crown. <laughs> um. Yeah and then uh of course taking a diversion from this path we uh it, it do some more uh rooftop uh, uh platforming yeah. uh to get to night sacred ground uh which uh is uh filled with garbage not gar- garbage uh because i like the i do like the area but man it is just like a nightmare of like Silver tears and <laughs> knocks and nonsense um but because it's tied to a, a really important side quest that we haven't once again haven't talked talked about but needless to say uh we make our way uh from roofs to roofs into a chapel um we are introduced to my favorite goofy from soft yes. enemy uh ever i i like it it won't it won't uh beat the the uh watchdogs because i i love the watchdogs and they're, like cartoonishly janky animations and they're like uh, genuinely kind of scary looking they because because they 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 don't they like the animations their animations are so unnatural like it you know what it reminds me of uh specifically it is the uh the puppet bodies from bloodborne like during the michelage fight where it's just like oh no these are there's movement but it like it's barely like cognizant movement that they only have like a minor degree of control over like there are ethereal strings pulling this yeah it's being stone puppet yeah it's
1: being moved by something that doesn't necessarily know how to move that thing right um yeah, they're great.
0: I love them. Uh but yeah, because it's because it's the goofiest thing I've ever seen. It's just a big silver
1: ball. Yeah, and I as soon as I saw it I'm like that that's that is very suspicious. Cuz it's just one of the dudes staring at it like cuz you yep. come up on the balcony and he's staring at it. I'm like that is and I hit the lock on button and immediately locked onto that. I'm like what the fuck is this? Like, why can I lock onto the ball in the middle of the room?
0: I didn't even, I, I knew, I knew that this was a thing and I didn't even bother to lock on. I just pulled out the bow and manual started aim shooting. and <laughs> shot it and then discovered, oh, that's hilarious because its, uh, it's uh, texture doesn't move, but it does actually move because the arrow then proceeded to do a 180 <laughs> as it, turned around and targeted me and i'm to like look at you yeah and i'm like oh i actually don't like that animation like i don't like the fact that the texture doesn't move like give any indication that it's moving uh but i can now
1: tell because there's an arrow stuck into it, stuck it's in it it's such a good design and it's like you one might be tempted to call it lazy, but it's obviously not because of the amount of work that goes into the enemy designs in this game. Right. But it's so simple and it is very dumb. Like when you're fighting one, especially melee, is a very <laughs> silly looking fight. Yes. Because you're just rolling around this giant ball that's bouncing off of walls and things like that. Like it's very yeah. silly looking. But like you said, it's also very unnerving because of how unnatural it is.
0: Yeah. It's it's just like it, like clearly a weird manufactured thing that is conscious and wants to kill you. Like like geometric shapes, com- like sentient geometric shapes that want to kill you is actually kind of the terrifying concept. Yeah, if that's you a, think that's about a, it.
1: that's the uh, lament configuration writ large. You know? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> that's What the lament configuration is is geometric shapes that want to kill you. Uh, and so you
0: beat that, you get a uh, what is it? Uh, uh, the larval tear yep. from from it, uh, and you make your way outside, and there are a bunch of silver tears and. Bunch of silver tears that turn into mimics, and you nuke all of them for Morbid, and you find a special little thing to give to a special uh, little girl <laughs> later on. Uh, and then finally, to to close out this section of the game, is the uh, Sophra uh, Aqueduct. Uh, which, hey, once again, plays on my uh, acrophobia uh, to, to get to it yep. by having us do a bit of Analando platforming, and then we get Crucible Knights.
1: Yeah. Ugh. The worst place to fight them. I've never fought these dudes. Oh, really? I run past them, I do not fight them. I engage the first one that you encounter, like
0: the, the normal Crucible Knight uh shot him with a bow and arrow. He came charging at me as 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 he as does. Do. Uh uh and then uh proceeded to whittle his health down and then when he did his uh dragon fly by attack uh threw himself off the side and I said nice. cool.
1: I said there we go. That's that's what I'm looking for in these games. So I take that back. I did fight him because I fought him once uh on my first new game plus run because I had the uh it's the it's the weapon art you can put on your shield. I think from the the tree sentinel that gives mm-hmm. you the like distance parry. Ah, uh, yes, which is awesome. Like that I, I parry do. is stupid broken.
0: I think I saw you post a lot of videos of that parry, and I said, it oh. is
1: boy howdy because it gives you an incredible amount. Like it, it, turns it into bloodborne parrying where you don't you're <laughs> the enemy. Right. Uh, and that makes Crucible Knights just melt. Because <laughs> you don't even have to be within their range to parry them, which is wonderful. Right. Uh, uh, and so, then we That's get- the only time I fought them. I I just, because if you know, like, because I want to say there's a side of grace relatively soon before that. Yeah. Um, And if you just get up from the grace and immediately start running and jump into that, that like inverted, like stalactite tower. That they're in, um, you can you can get past them without drawing any aggro. Nice, yeah.
0: I I I I uh, once again with It's it's murder all the time. With
1: I <laughs> I leave none breathing in my. I back.
0: can I, I can't. I'm <laughs> like you might drop stuff. You might give me lore. You might give me anything. I need loot. I need lore. I need ashes. I need. Uh, everything that your corpse can provide to me um, so
1: <laughs> let it be known you, right this, 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 this is how Leonard views
0: right this is, the Elden, <laughs> this is the Elden Lord that you're getting this is the Elden Lord that you deserve lands between <laughs> honestly it's true The lands between sucks it's really bad it's one of the worst and it's crazy that there are just other areas outside of it that are like fine
1: because they aren't under the tree theocracy (laughs) Yeah, yeah you know they don't have a bunch of elder gods vying to rule directly over them like, like I think about I think about it, and I'm like, man, a
0: lot of people come to the lands between, but like none of them are
1: good. Like
0: people, like the lands between are like the Australia, but for the entire world, rest of the world in Elden
1: Ring. I'm sorry,
0: Cameron. I know, I know. I nothing, not to besmirch you in any way, or or. Or or your country, but it it it, it, it is a penal colony for trash people.
1: We can say it's the Florida. Uh, Oh yeah, I'll take that bullet. It's fine because it sucks here. (laughs) Fully willing to. You know what's interesting though is like that's a thing that's kind. So like in Dark Souls, it's kind of assumed that the whole world sucks, right? Uh, It's not just Lordran. It's it's the whole world. But that's what was happening in Demon's Souls mm-hmm. um, and Bloodborne. Yeah. Uh, where it's like, even though in the DLC for Bloodborne, they start to say that, like, ah, uh, there's other places where the beast scourge spread to. Um, but Demon Souls specifically was like, oh, yeah, people are coming here to go for the demons that are here in Volataria. Right. Which is kind of what's happening here at the... Uh, it kind of makes a little bit more sense why people would show up here in Elden Ring, because <laughs> like, if you got, if you were able to see grace again, it would make sense that you're like, Oh, I got to go back to the lands between the, the, yeah, the, 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 the
0: giant God tree loves me again. So I exactly. have to, I have to, I have to, I have to do the thing that the giant God tree that uh, betrayed me, uh, 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 and, and cast me out. Uh, has decided to uh, to curry my favor once more. Hey, look! Everyone makes mistakes, even giant god trees. I mean, I I, I think well, well, I, I consider the giant god tree to be a mistake. So, <laughs> so it, it, you know, you can only get imperfection from the imperfect.
1: The uh, the idea, we'll, we'll get off of this soon, I'm sure. But the uh, just, one thing I do love that, like, uh, like, you start it, you're like, wow, the Ur tree's so pretty. That's cool. And it just looks like a really impressive, like, you know, that's the Disney castle that centers you. Right. Wherever you are in the land. So it's like this really nice, pretty landmark and a reference to Berserk. Um, but then it's like, oh, no. It's gross and terrible and bad. Yeah. It's, the more it's, you think about it, the more like, ugh, it yeah. is that it's just constantly there. It's like, oh, God. yeah,
0: J- Always watching you. Oh, I've decided that now you get more XP now.
1: <laughs> yes! Just, just yes! Randomly.
0: Uh, which I really wish, you know, I, I don't know if I want an Elden Ring 2, but I do want them to make another open world game. And I want there to be like more stuff going on between like the day night cycle and more random events uh, yes. and, and i'm sure they will because FromSoft is all about their iterative design um but yeah that's like one of the only things that i was like man i wish there was more of this uh but it's certainly not enough to be like oh man what this is trash it's just like lazy uh, I, I i'll just wait until they <laughs> do it again but better like they <laughs> typically do <laughs> they had their stumble. They had their stumble with their direct sequel, <laughs> and then they learned that you just do it again, but better but and better. more. Um, um, so yeah, in the aqueduct, we find some more of those uh, little ghoul, uh, gaba ghoul guys, <laughs> gaba ghouls. <laughs> Uh, um, uh, uh, a half naked man that refuses to talk to you unless you give him a piece of armor but we haven't talked about
1: that yet (laughs) Um, that is the uh, one NPC I had to look up a guide to figure out what to do (laughs) that is the one where I'm like I don't know who you are what are you (laughs) right
0: he's like a Grecian statue model
1: that just kind of got left there um but yeah, and then we go to. What I think it's a pretty good boss fight. Yeah. Uh, well, hey, guess what? Uh, it's a FromSoft game, so there
0: are, of course, gargoyles, plural. <laughs> yes, of course. Well, of, and of course, plural, and of course, one joins when the other one gets back to halfway
1: health. It's uh It's the Vanguard gargoyles. I think. Uh, and- this is a boss fight that doesn't have the fog uh, right away, right? Yeah. It just opens up into this God. really very pretty waterfall basin. It, there is nothing I love more in these games than you look at a room and you're like, something's gonna come down in here. This is a nice big square room. Mm-hmm. <laughs>
0: uh yeah and uh as mentioned before uh, vanguard gargoyles which uh uh go from being bosses to being kind of the saddest most pathetic enemy uh when uh you encounter them in their broken state
1: which later on like, uh, it's so good too because like it's like ah uh, when you first see them like that you're like oh god what is it going to do uh, N- nothing it's gonna, it's it to sit it's- there and be sad and, and vomit perfume at you yeah. um but
0: no these the now because they have all of their limbs and are are capable of ambulatory motion uh they uh fight you well, one of them has what a sword and an axe and the other one has the spear and and doesn't it also have like a twin blade because uh, which... yeah it was the twin oh, okay. blade yeah cuz uh okay so only one of them switches between weapons yes. okay uh yeah and uh, they're good they're big good ch- chunky enemies you've probably seen one before if you uh have visited the a uh, uh, a certain beast priest um <laughs> uh and uh they're heavy hitters and uh, it's a it's kind of a tough fight but wasn't for me because I got to them so late cuz yeah. uh this was one of the areas that I I got to uh last
1: yeah this is I had my mimic tier, I had my moon veil plus 10 yeah, so I was like, oh, okay. Yeah, I was still using
0: Hughes at this point, and he's and I think, oh yeah, I was still using Hughes and had man because I had been forging so much. I think I had managed to get him to ten by this point, so he was just tanking hits like like nothing during this fight.
1: And not only were was I and my mimic tier using Moonvale, we were also both using Comet Azure. Oh, nice. So I had the, that infinite, that temporary infinite FP. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Wonders Physic And it just wait for them to line up and nuke them both. I was like, wow, that was easy.
0: <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. You mean the, the, the uh, uh the Elden Ring uh, uh, equivalent of uh, uh, Iron Man's proton cannon. From... Yes. <laughs> yes. Uh, yeah that was that that thing's goofy. I'm like, Ah oh, man, if you like magic, I bet this that makes the game like kind of nonsense, especially if you're using the no f p and also using
1: the magic sigil uh that you so get. yeah, I actually never found that in my first playthrough. So <laughs> I was like I kept seeing people use it. I'm like, where the hell?' You get that, and then I finally decided to let a certain uh, Iron Virgin kill me. Ah, yes, um,
0: yeah, and it's a good fight. And then, uh, and in classic from software fashion, you get into a coffin and yep. you go. So some... actually, I will talk about this because you know, like this, this Elden Ring has has some real goofy coffin travel in it but <laughs> this one is the goofiest uh, where where you get tractor beamed up to a different area i'm like there's one you get off and you just kind of tip over a waterfall like a toboggan and i'm like oh, okay yeah sure what else are you gonna do but this i wasn't expecting like uh, like golden rays of godlike Like to turn the coffin into an elevator and (laughs)
1: raise you up to the next area. Which is like really great. I was like, oh I was because I saw the prompt. I'm like, where am I gonna go? (laughs) Right. And I had obviously already been to that area by then. I was like, oh my god, this is a different way to get to this area. Okay.
0: Um. Yeah. So that's the those. That's the Sulfra River, proper. Yep. Um, that is a
1: portion of the underground of Elden Ring.
0: Yes. Uh. Yes. The more pleasant portion of the, yes. the most pleasant portion of <laughs> yes. the underground. Um. so... Oh. I guess we should also, uh, real quickly, uh, talk about the uh, dragon
1: uh, kin soldier of Nostella. Oh my god, I completely forgot about that. Yeah. Uh it's a it's a
0: big old dragon man. Uh it looks like garbage. Uh it's artificially created and it, and and um I got stuck on its foot because I managed to get behind it and I think it's like facing from behind its right foot if you get place yourself in just a very specific spot when it does its turn to turn around to face you, it just scoops you along with it. So it turns into a dog chasing its tail
1: yep and it's awesome because he will he literally can't touch you yep and it's Um, it's pretty great yep it's uh i'm like oh man Uh,
0: an actual like enemy animation oversight from from software i'm like i'm not gonna be i'm not too mad at it you've got you had a lot of bosses that you needed to program
1: i'm gonna i'm just gonna take it a win's a win you know these guys kind of reminded me of they remind me of really big versions of the titanite demons from dark souls one. Oh, they do yeah i can see that and i think in lore wise this is like another way that people try to become dragons yes
0: specifically of of the the eternal the eternal cities that it was yes it was their attempt uh, and and because there is one version of it that uh gives uh, is it a spell or an ash um uh I believe it's a i believe it's an incantation. Okay. Yeah, that uh is basically is a lightning incantation, uh but it does cold damage because yes. they don't know how to recreate real lightning and don't understand the mechanics of real lightning, so it's lightning
1: infused with cold, which was awesome when I got that. I was like, "What?" <laughs> Okay, cool. Which I like, I like that they have multiple, like, like different ways that people were trying to attempt the same goal. It reminds me again of Bloodborne, Mm -hmm. uh, when you have multiple schools of thoughts of how to transcend the hunt. Right. Um, and they're all just failing miserably. Like, I mean, they all wind up real bad.
0: Every 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 single desire in a FromSoft game is is your inevitable downfall. The, the real trick is to not want
1: anything. I mean, yeah, or you know, or just not want absolute power and eternal life. Maybe God, but, but it's really difficult when you when there is like an
0: actual viable option to have absolute power and eternal life. It's true. Um, which once again is 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 oh man ah oh, the 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 only thing from a certain sequel that I appreciate is like oh man the curse of, the curse of want is really
1: sucks and it's literally all people can do. Yep. And I'll be honest, if dragons existed and there were cults to worship them, I'd probably be part of a dragon cult. Yeah, you'd eat honest. a dragon heart. You'd eat a
0: dragon heart in, in a heartbeat. I know oh, you yeah. would, because you would want, like, cool Wesker eyes, because then you'd wear sunglasses all exactly. the time. I know, I know. I understand you. You. <laughs> we work on a very similar wavelength <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so i know that you'd be like oh man gotta gotta eat that heart that living still beating heart to get those uh sweet
1: sweet glowing eyes yeah they're like guys oh man that's crazy they're eating dragon hearts yo give me one of them yeah right I'm like, I only
0: ate one because I needed it specifically for an incantation.
1: (laughs) Yeah, I just just did
0: one. Yeah, because I was like, listen, I'm not about your drag. I've never been about your dragon nonsense from Soft. I don't care. I bet it's cool. I know it's awesome. I'm I, I'm a I'm 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 a man that relies on my talents of dodging and blocking <laughs> and swinging a weapon. I will not I will not uh, bend the knee to to your ethereal delights and promises
1: of power. There is a some of those dragon incantations are really stupid strong. Yeah, yeah of course they are. But all of them block your camera and you can't see anything. (laughs) Oh man, it's like being a, it's like being,
0: you like you turn into the dragon this time. And so instead of uh, Lock-On being an absolute nightmare, it it just obscures your entire vision.
1: Which to be like, it's, I want to say that's an intentional balancing thing. Because all of those attacks just cover such large amounts of of ground that is mm-hmm. like oh, okay, I'm shooting Godzilla lasers. It's fine, right? Yeah, yeah. It's the trade off. It's the trade. It's the
0: it's the balance of 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 actual literal power. Uh, and yeah, I think that is going to do, uh, excuse me, do it for our discussion of the uh, Sofra River, oh. uh. Uh, I um, thank you, Stephen, for joining me. As we, as uh, I am refreshed once again uh, about a game that I haven't touched uh, seriously for a month and a half, <laughs> and yet still have to do a podcast about.
1: Um, I'm uh, in the and- opposite boat. I am trying desperately to not play it. And <laughs> I constantly keep going back. Like I tried. I'm like uh oh. I got the new PS plus thing. So I got Ghost of Tsushima PS5 for free. Cool. And I just started playing Ghost of Tsushima and I was like, this is not as good. And oh, yeah. went back and played Elden Ring. Instead. It doesn't
0: it doesn't <laughs> scratch that delicious itch that a uh, from game game does. The 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 uh the pride one gains from uh the mastery of, of this terrible crapsack world full of jerks and losers. This is really this is a, a very apt description of the world of Elden Ring. <laughs> Yep. <laughs> oh, I did want to bring up one last thing. I know I keep not closing it, but uh just to go back to the discussion of diegetic music, I am almost positive that one of the um perfume squires i think it's literally the only one that plays the flute is playing the exact same song that the miss noble plays in sakura
1: in the capital i gotta look that i gotta go i know exactly which one you're talking about and when i get i'm gonna have to take a note of that because i know people were saying that the merchant song was very similar to germans and it's like it's kind of similar there's like the first two notes are a similar movement but it changes pretty distinctly after that um, so I need to get to that dude and see if it's the same as the Miss Noble song and
0: one last music note and it's something that's been on my mind for months and I haven't talked about it on Twitter and it's mainly because I just can't properly um, diagram out anything music related which is stinks because I'm I'm a very auditory person and really love music and love like can actually sense like i once again i can't even i can't even adequately describe what i'm talking about but there's an aspect of of the main elden ring thing that i'm just like is this just a slightly more bombast like version of the demon souls it is okay it's 1000 that that okay. was the
1: very first thing i noticed um When that first trailer dropped and we finally got to hear the the song, Mm -hmm. is it starts with the exact notes of Gwen's theme. Yes. You get the it's they cut out the middle note, but it is literally it's the same key and it's the same like uh that like slight offset two notes. Um, the Pling Plong that starts it and then it moves into the that is the Demon Souls theme. Okay. Okay, great. I'm glad I'm not, well, I'm,
0: I'm glad I'm not crazy in thinking that (laughs) I I am, I am crazy, but I, 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 I'm glad that my ears did not deceive me because I, every single time I sit there and listen to it, I'm like, this is just like, this is a bombastier version of the demon souls thing i and and it's nice to have confirmation of that uh i can once again feel slightly less crazy than normal um all right you've you, i'm sure you've all grown tired of my incessant <laughs> ramblings and 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 threats to end this episode so i am going to go ahead and do that now uh let's see steven where can people find you on the internet
1: uh on the internet you can find me on twitter uh at stepsvayu uh and my username right now is soldjar <laughs> because in elden ring I made the wonderful magical discovery that uh the pot goblins are also referred to as sold jars of fortune, soul jars of fortune, which <laughs> is just delightful and and cute. And I'm like, You know what I gotta steal it. It's a good name, yep. Real weird,
0: real weird, like pseudo real world reference that has never been a thing that happened in in any Souls game. Just like the super weird Frozen reference that they
1: slap onto an item description to. The only thing I can kind of think of is I want to say that there's like a reference to the Virgin Mary and Demon Souls. Oh, Uh, That would make sense. Like, there's this really weird, like, overtly Catholic reference in Demon's Souls (laughs) that's like, that seems out of place, but okay.
0: (laughs) Uh, And uh, you can find me going back to the... (laughs) (laughs) the completion of this episode you can find me on the internet at uh, dr faust is dead on twitter Uh, i'm posting mostly stuff about my cats because the brain parasites have taken complete and total hold uh, and they must be aggrandized at every opportunity Uh, you can find uh, my uh, professional business account on Twitter as well by searching at Umbra Knox Productions. I'm actually going. I, I know I keep teasing that I'm going to do something. I'm actually working on a project, uh, a thing that I'm hoping to get done before the end of the weekend. So look forward to that. Or I'm a giant liar that decided to do nothing and play like hand of fate to all weekend and and drink beer. Uh, it's a crapshoot. You'll and you'll never sometimes know. Sometimes that's what happens. Yep. Uh, and for my wayward co-host, uh, Dave, you can find him on Twitter at Cynthia Knot Plus. I do not know how to spell that. <laughs> uh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, everyone. But it'll be in the show notes. It always is. Uh, and uh, my other wayward co-host, Cameron, uh, can be found at Night twittin' on twitter once again in the show notes and of course you can find the twitter page for the podcast at mon underscore d monster uh i guess i'm delirious and it's late for steven so from all of us here at monster de monster deer monster i'm going to close out this episode uh and have a good one everyone goodbye goodbye